0: and welcome to the monday night master debaters it's another monday we're ready to roll i got a great cast of characters here and we are might hit on some current events shit because there's a lot going on but the whole plan of this is to get outside of that my man hank from the 643 conspiracy podcast does a Conspiracy show, as his name says, and then also does a Wednesday night wrap up, which is a sports talk show. So I I, I had the honor of being on a couple weeks ago, and I'd like to honestly talk a little sports industry, cards, fun stuff like that, and in and, and typical Monday night, who knows where we're going to end up. But Hank, welcome aboard, my friends.
1: Thank you for having me back, brother. Glad to be here. Hey, I
0: appreciate it.
1: How's the show going? You know, it's really doing well, man. Uh, complete different realm of 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 podcasting. I feel like you know I've evolved into since the last time I was blessed to be on the Monday Night Master Debater. So I feel like I'm like a official Master Debater now because I've been on twice. So I'm using both hands. Oh man, dude, watch out! We call that the switch header. Dude's going skiing. <laughs> I'm a great camping buddy.
0: <laughs> oh shit and it wouldn't be complete without our favorite fed john <laughs> from how in the hell did we end up here podcast what's up buddy
2: how you guys doing thanks for having me good man
0: good i heard you uh you've been on the road lately
2: yeah a little bit i was in florida um went in thursday came back out today actually uh or well drove out a little bit last when did i drove out last night i guess and then uh finished up today so here i am but i'm here took a nap i'm ready so Excellent. y'all guys en-
1: enjoy this three three day weekend we had
2: man, i wish i, I was driving all the whole time <laughs> well, i mean <laughs> thanks other for- thanks for
1: rubbing other that, than that
2: than, in though
1: other than the guy that obviously had to drive <laughs>
2: <laughs> did you get time? into this
3: weekend right man just uh actually right now i'm uh repainting my kitchen because I had this brilliant idea to paint it all white. And when you cook as much as I do and I fry things, every single splash that goes on on the cupboard, it it just stains it. Mm -hmm. So I'm painting them black and then I'm going to hit it with some clear coat. And uh, then I'm going to put some wood like I want to do like wood, like stained wood countertops. Um, so I'm going to try and change the whole thing up, man. I want to bring conspiracy kitchen back. Like I want to talk about the CIA, uh, how, how they're, uh, you know, doing horrible things to, you know, all kinds of different people while I'm showing you how to make like, um, you know, this, this new thing that I'm really obsessed with taco wings, you know, all kinds of different, like stoner type foods and, uh, and, and, you know, continue to talk about, um, you know, conspiracies, man. It was a fun thing when Brandon and I were doing it. And, uh, you know, I want to make my kitchen look nice, dude. It's a goal of mine to have like a kitchen, like a like a professional, like Gordon Ramsay style kitchen, stainless steel, black wood, all kinds of cool stuff like that. So
0: um, do you guys cook much, Matt? Do you cook a lot like for yourself? I used to, you know, when I when I was married, I grilled, smoked meat, you know, cooked all the time. Now that it's just me, it's like it's not worth the effort so you don't every enjoy, now and then like just like maybe smoking and cooking now i just don't you know smoking just takes a while especially you know i do a charcoal so i mean that's right a, that can be a you know half a day event but yeah right. no i lost the interest i don't know what it is but oh you know yeah. I, I make it as simple as possible these days I'm, I'm easy to please when it comes to food dude i i i cook a big
3: meal every weekend. Usually like I like to theme up like uh, when I'm watching UFC, they were in Paris this weekend. I made a French style steak. It was real nice. Nice little brandy, uh, you know, sauce on top of my, my steak. It was good, dude. You know, yeah. Just I listen every time.
0: Tuesday to you and ghost on cunt talk about what you ate over the yep. weekend. And I'm sitting there <laughs> drooling like, Oh, yeah. that sounds so good, <laughs> but I'm too fucking lazy to do it. Yeah.
3: It's worth it, man. It's worth it.
0: No, it oh. is, you know, it really is. But again, I'm I I cook for myself 90% of the time. Other than that, it's my 10-year-old who has yeah, yeah, your boy, yeah, you know, the most bland palate ever. If it, you know, like spicy dino nuggets, Yeah, it's like mild taco sauce, you know. <laughs> so I got yeah, I gotta be so like plain I with the you. kid. I hear so you. it's it's tough. But yeah, I have a buddy actually who has a uh, uh, an old friend from back home Instagram page is called My Friends Eat Good and this dude man he can cook he's grilling cooking all the time he's one of those guys that was a bachelor for the longest time and just cooked to the nines every every time we went to his house you're never disappointed he used to host the ufc fights for us and every time it was a different adventure so I, i i live vicariously through you all (laughs)
3: <laughs> what about you and Hank and John do you guys cook
2: much like you know like you go all out for food and things like that typically like four or five times a week for me for dinner yeah, yeah uh you know but it could be something as simple as just throwing a bunch of stuff in the crock pot letting it heat up the whole day and coming home sometimes
3: that's the best dude.
2: <laughs> a house that smells good and other times it's you know if I'm home all day then it's you know working off of a uh, working off of whatever I whatever I have so but yeah I love to cook not a big baker, but I love to cook.
0: Yeah, baking's kind
3: of good.
2: You just have to be too exact to be a baker. Like, yeah,
0: thrive on that. I can bake like a motherfucker, man. Not me. Really? Like, oh, you gotta dude, be too exact. desserts, desserts are like cooking, my specialty.
2: <laughs> when I'm cooking, it's like taste it. Ah, a little bit, little bit spicy. Let's put some more in, some of this in, or not spicy enough. You can, you know, you can play around with it. Instead of you have to have a cup of flour is a cup of flour. Like you can't go any any little or any any more than.
3: Right.
2: You gotta be exact.
3: Yeah, I don't have any attention span to bake.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. I uh worked in a well as as fine of a kitchen you're gonna find in, in my area, um billionaire funded, like this dude that came in and bought the town I was living in, he sunk a lot of money into this uh cafe that he could so he could bring people to show off to that, you know, he bought this town and lord over p- these peasants, these redneck fools and shit. So, but, uh, I've cooked for billionaires. I've cooked for legislators, senators. I've cooked a private meal for, uh, Asa Hutchinson, the former governor of Arkansas and a current candidate in the pro- Republican primaries. Um, I, love, I used to really love to cook. Working in that restaurant killed it because I, I the, the 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 kitchen vibe, I'm just not cut for it. I, I, oh, I'm dude, not yeah. good at letting yeah. shit go quick enough. I hold a grudge and I get pissed off quick. And <laughs> people are dicks so I, in the restaurant industry, man. Dude, for no reason. For and no we, reason.
0: We know you haven't worked for a certain family because you're
1: here tonight. You haven't worked for the Obamas. <laughs> no, that's, that's very true, or got the very bad true. Track no, but,
0: record with chefs.
1: Um, my wife cooks almost every night of the week. I try to help out on the weekends while I'm home, but it's a, it's a home cooked meal. Almost every day you come over here. Um, I love cooking still. I can, you know, make some mean soups and, uh, casseroles and make a mean pot of, pot of spaghetti oh, like or whatever. But, uh, I really like grilling really like letting meat marinate overnight and slapping that shit on the grill all day. And just, I, I'd I like to cook for my family, but I don't like cooking in a professional environment anymore.
3: Yeah. It's the worst, man. It, I worked in restaurants for like 12 years and it's, it, you know, I have this idea in my head that every head chef is a prick. Yeah. Like that's how it see, is. I when you mean. say
1: that you, you want a professional kitchen in your home. I, I feel that in the deepest recesses of my soul, because I attribute All of the success I had in that restaurant to the fact that they had the equipment, they had the product, the produce, they had the 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 utensils and all of that. And I got to come in and just use what my dumbass has taught myself through life with what they've got available and was able to produce shit that I, I, I don't I don't eat a lot of crazy shit but I would come up with these dishes that people who do have a mature person palate not that of a four-year-old they find the shit good and so I mean I was able to put together some amazing dishes that I was really proud of at the end of the day like you know I'm, but again it's not a it's really not me I was just playing with the if you're gonna go to Walmart and spend five dollars on a ribeye it's not gonna be the same no matter what you do to it then that that $60 $60 New York strip that I was going to cook with at that cafe, you know, completely different qualities of meat. And I'll tell you right qualities.
3: now, a ribeye costs about $24 right now at Walmart. Uh, so oh, yeah,
1: yeah. A five I dollar know, We got, we got, we got a truck
2: that, that shows up every weekend at a supermarket down here. You get 10 ribeyes for 20 bucks.
1: Let's see. You're in a, in an area where meat markets aren't uncommon.
2: They're not very good though. It's just you get, a, you get a lot, you get 20 ribeyes or 10 ribeyes. Like eyes human meat or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like we have people
1: who process meat around here. Like if you have a head of cattle or if you've killed some deer or whatever, we have people like they taxidermy and then process meat. But we don't have like a legitimate butcher, mm-hmm. like somebody we can go to, like you would traditionally think you would when you think of a butcher, you know, a butcher shop, we don't, I wouldn't know where to go to see a butcher. That would be amazing if you could just walk in and get really quality cuts of meat, you know? Yeah, man. Do you, do
0: you get good meat in uh, Massachusetts there where you're at? Uh, It depends. You can get it from like locally, you know, from some of the farmers, they sell their own beef. And you can that is like jackpot. Other than that, it's grocery stores, which is garbage.
3: Well, you know, it's interesting man because like you know, we talk all the time. I don't know what you eat on a day-to-day basis. Are you meat heavy? Like do you go hard on meats or do you uh, eat like... yeah,
0: I eat meat uh, every dinner for sure. yeah. yeah. like beef usually or chicken. Yeah, beef or chicken um not a big pork guy. Uh, yeah, it's gross about seafood not much i like swordfish that's about it okay what
1: about shark i I, I would imagine being in massachusetts your availability to that stuff is pretty open right
0: well it's more out east once you get more inland it's not as you know it's not like the fresh stuff you'd get if you're say out in boston sure um but yeah i mean It's available out here, but I'm not. I I don't even like lobster. I mean, well, think think about how I feel.
1: (laughs) Think about how
2: I love seafood, but. Seafood that I have to eat with like a knife and a fork. The big thing out here, probably where you are too, Hank, is crawfish. Oh yeah, and it's I hate craw. Mm. Like it's so much work for like it's such a pain in the, the ass for
0: such a little piece of meat. It is. It's worth it.
2: And then like everybody at your table is just slurping, and it just sounds disgusting, <laughs> and it's like you
1: get it all over the place.
2: <laughs> I fought for ten years to teach my kids not to eat like that, and you guys are. But sitting- come on, yeah. John,
1: you you know the experience. By the time that you're sucking on the the fucking crawfish head you're doing gone through 230 packs it don't fucking matter what you're doing right. you're
2: that's a, good, that's a good point you that's, know, why you, that's why you lay craw- out the newspaper everywhere crawfish boils i'd rather have the corn honestly than the crawfish. And the
1: sausage and the potatoes yes lord yeah, yeah no man. i'll sit there and i'll peel crawfish with you all day yeah yeah well,
3: just, here they actually sell it they serve it like uh frozen. But it's all the tails that are all cut up, you know. I nah, you, can just bro, throw you gotta
1: water. if them bitches ain't wiggling, I don't want them.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, I don't know, dude. I I can use like uh, I don't know if you've ever had like cornbread or like hush puppies with the crawfish yeah. meat in it, yeah. but that's delicious. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, I know I that. Know. And
1: I, I, I'm not saying I'm above frozen, uh, you know, fresh frozen I, I know. meat, I but, know. but if it, if I'm if we're gonna boil some crawfish, if I gotta have them sons of bitches trying to crawl out the pot, right? They
2: gotta <laughs> suffer. Yeah, suffering that makes them taste better.
1: It's their tears, (laughs) the secret ingredient.
2: What do we got here? I don't know what that was.
1: I know you said you wanted to get into some some baseball talk. Uh, you've been keeping up with the way the league's turning out,
0: uh, a little bit. Um, hold on here, I was trying to find something. The the
1: race for the NL MVP is going to be really. Fun to watch coming through this last mo- almost month and a half of the season. Mookie uh, be better and Mookie be and Ronald Acuna are at each other's throats, and they're both playing out of this world. But if they don't, if they don't watch out, a, a Kyle Seager could be right there on them because he's been on fire for the last month straight. Yeah.
2: But Acuna's got acuna Acuna's got sixty stolen bases or whatever. Yeah, That's he what separates he's, him from everybody else.
1: Yeah, he broke a record this year, and you know how the league loves to play on the storyline. Yep. yep. And honestly, if you ask me, Acuna deserves it. Mookie, at and least they're the best has,
0: team in baseball right now, too.
1: But you can honestly say that without him, they're not the same team. That, yep. and that's what I mean with them being the best. With Mookie Betts, you've still got a. I mean, a, a, not to say that Atlanta doesn't have superstars, but they're playing with cats like Orlando Arcia. Yeah. cats you've never heard of
3: <laughs> yeah
1: oh yeah big they've bad. taken matt olsen and put him back into conversation for mvp because he just hit his league tying 44th home run yesterday
2: well have you see the I, stat that the top is it the top five or top six atlanta brave hitters have more home right. runs combined than like something like 17 of the major league baseball teams total for their That sounds right for yeah for their for
0: their teams well, what I, what I find funny is I, I remember it like it was yesterday, Hank. One of your first Wednesday shows, you you and Drew were talking about how, you know, the Rays are just running away with it. They, they're on pace to set the, you know, major league record for wins. And then reality set in and shit happened. And then you get to this whole Wander Franco situation. And it's like, sure. man, talk about
1: shooting yourself in the foot. And then uh, Luis... Luis Urias, the left-handed pitcher for the Los Angeles Dodgers, this yep. morning was just arrested on uh, Belony, seg- fi- domestic, uh, abuse. domestic, yeah, domestic abuse uh charges, and yeah, maybe he had and like
2: Wander like Franco can share a
0: cell. Well, that's it, and this is his second time too. <laughs> yeah. They're trying to be like football players, dude. Oh, <laughs> uh, be- Ryan, baseball is bad. This guy, I don't know if you followed it at all, but this guy, wandered Matt, Parkwell. we might
1: need to collab <laughs> on an episode of like baseball bad boys yeah (laughs)
0: this dude this dude right he's like 21 superstar just signed a massive contract and then all of a sudden he's the face of the
1: franchise as a as his in his third year in the league
0: yeah and all of a sudden he's getting two he's got two accusations at him with underage girls
2: well didn't he put pictures of him and the girl Mm -hmm. on facebook he did oh she did okay
0: yeah She put it all up, then took it all down. He's saying he's being extorted and that her and her mother lied to him and told him, you know, she was 18 when she was really 16 or. But the
1: (laughs) uh, the Rays have done everything but remove his shit from his locker. They have removed him from their roster. I believe they're they've already had lawyers come in and. They're active either they've already have or they're actively trying to figure out how to uh, get the contract voided if he is indeed found guilty, which I feel like they have every right to do because well, he the, is the, the player problem. Didn't... Hank,
0: the problem is, is that the justice system's different down there. Sure. Down but... there. It's not a prison offense for this. What it is is that these disputes, from what I read, are settled in a monetary value. So he can be guilty and just have to – the him and the family agree to a settlement number, and that's the end of it. No jail can time. You,
1: can you honestly see the league letting him come back in if he was found any kind of guilty? Even yeah, if but it's you know, just the,
2: a... the big problem is going to be the players' union.
1: That's what I'm saying. The, yeah, The
2: that's players' it, union is the one – Well, And I
1: don't know. I mean, Marcelo Zuna has a job.
2: There's a lot of players who have jobs. But you saw it
0: with like a Trevor Bauer, right? I mean, he got two years. He'll be for, for, you know, doing what he did. And and so I don't know. Baseball is a lot different than football when it comes to this stuff there. It seems like they act right away.
1: Baseball's biggest hat hook that they hang their hat on is that it's a gentleman's sport. There's a understood written code or understood code that you're not going to intentionally try to cheat your fellow baseball player. And so an unspoken code, right? Yeah. that's that you, that it's you're, called you're, the unwritten rules. Yeah. Right, like right. like you, pretty much you're, 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 it's a privilege to be here, not a right. So you better, you know, uphold the sanctity of it type shit. And then once now, you.
3: Hank, besmirch, do you think that that might be why it's not very popular like nationwide i know Sorry, they call it america's I know, pastime
1: i know that may be easy for you to see coming from the because i know you like to focus on ufc baseball is a lot more popular popular than you might be have have led to believe like it might not be the foremost popular sport here in america it's third,
3: it, right it's football basketball and baseball yeah.
1: right i mean and Depending on who you're talking to and what time of the year it is, I honestly feel like that metrics change. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, we're about to be going into the playoffs, and then th- that's gonna be the main topic because you're just gonna have the football season starting up, you know, basketball's not going yet. It's gonna be baseball's gonna be king for a few months well, until the, biggest, the playoffs
2: wrap up. But the biggest knock against baseball, too, is how long it took. Like well, they've shaved. So much time out of the game with the you've gone from four hours to two hours and fifteen minutes.
1: But down in places like Cuba, Puerto Rico, the Dominican, Venezuela, Honduras, all of these Southern American, uh, even into the Caribbean. Um, Don't forget Asia, Hank. I'm I'm not. Yeah, um, it's huge over there. I'm just talking at the moment for from a the the major league perspective. Um, You have you have entire cultures that. Children understand that the only chance of them to ever have a life outside of poverty is baseball. Because of a few players that back in the day that broke through like a rollish chapman, like um uh, Jordan Alvarez and all these other kids that pretty much had to literally flee dictatorships to play baseball and were good enough to have a story so that other kids would want to come and and do the same thing.
0: Well, and the ultimate one, Hank, is is the Hernandez brothers, right? You look at Orlando El Duque Hernandez, who, if people aren't familiar with his story, he tried multiple times to get here from Cuba, and he ended up finally getting here on a raft from Cuba, landed in Florida, ended up playing and winning a World Series with the Yankees, and it was kind of like a dream story.
2: I think the best thing that the that the MLB has done as well in the past few years is really, not wonder Franco-wise, but the rest of them have really embraced the youth, like showing up to the Little League World Series, you know, making yes. a presence down there, doing the 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 Field of Dreams game, you know, all that all that stuff has really kind of re, re-endeared, I don't know if that's a word, but I'm going to use it anyways, re-endeared themselves to the youth of America, the parents, you know. Just being able to show up like that, because you don't see that really in, you know, there's not a a little YFL football series final or whatever that's televised like the Little League World Series is. Or same thing with basketball or hockey or soccer or anything like that. But baseball has done a real good job about showing up to those games and making a a presence in those kids' lives, international and national.
1: Sure. Yeah, and
0: they started the RBI program which is working with the inner city kids to try and promote baseball too. So they've been working hard, but like you said, right in America, yeah, it would probably be third, but globally, I think it's a little
1: different. Um, Go ask some some, soccer kids.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: Go ask some kids in Taiwan or or Japan or Korea, how they feel about baseball. Yeah.
3: Yeah, see, that's the thing. You know, it's interesting. It's interesting how different groups of people view different sports. Like, you know, football is only big here in the United States, right? It's not really. You you can't go over and
1: see. I have to disagree with you once again, my friend. Uh, Canada has a very successful, long-standing football league. Sure, it's not on the level that the American Football League is, but what really is outside of European football? traditional soccer what we call soccer what's what's not better than america in sports uh europe has a yeah, hockey they're better in, hockey. in canada they're yeah, hockey well their thing, i you know forget I mean? about hockey man like i've i've been to one hockey game my whole fucking life too well yeah because we're it, americans <laughs> hockey sucks here but like <laughs> but, the uh,
3: united states has the NFL, a really the NFL, NFL, football, college football, and then everything else is like way. I, I've never even heard. of Canadian a, right, there's football? There's
0: USFL too, right? Yep.
3: Yeah, yeah, dude. And like,
2: I will tell Canadian I will, football. I will plant my flag in the fact that live hockey is the best sporting event. Live, period. It's very, exciting, dude. I will yeah. say I that care, it was. I don't care so what anybody cool. else says. Live hockey is the best. Sport.
0: Compared to to compared to watching it on television, there it's it's night and yes. day. Yes, yes. absolutely. Yes. I, yeah. Hey, speaking of football, have you guys ever heard of Operation Flagship? So no, This is from 1985. My... Listen to this. This is an interesting little scam the police ran uh, for Super Bowl tickets.
4: 3,000 wanted persons sent invitations to a party and a football match, but they didn't know that the offer to see the Washington Redskins in action had come from the police department. They're queuing for a free ticket to watch the Redskins football team, a chance few Washington people could resist, which is exactly what the local police were banking on. Right, yeah. They'd sent out invitations to pick up tickets for yesterday's game to the last known addresses of 3,000 criminals on the run. The operation took weeks to organize. It started soon after dawn yesterday. Waiting in the wings was the SWAT team, armed policemen ready to pounce.
3: Got the Redskins on our side.
4: The smiling lady gently steering this man along the corridor is a policewoman. So are the cheerleaders. Here we go, Here we go. Most officers carried a gun, including the Indian chief and the man who played the chicken. Claiming your free ticket was easy. All you needed was proof of identity, which the police checked with the team upstairs.
1: Ralph Edward Conklin, C O C K
0: R
5: A L. Confirmed. Another winner, Mr. T. Mr. T.
4: What a marvelous occasion! The lucky winners, overcome at the prospect of watching their favorite team play, walked off to claim their free tickets. But the master of ceremonies was a senior policeman. For my boys' sake, my boys said, "Glockadoodle dude, motherfucker!" <laughs>
2: Jeez, isn't that called like entrapment or something?
0: No, because the, the entrapment's more along with the crime, right? This was just you, you. They're already they're already criminals. Yeah, they we had in, warrants entrapment, out for them. Yeah. yeah,
1: entrapment. They have to get you to commit a crime purposefully. Yeah, this is just
0: reeling up idiots. Which, who... which,
1: if if that's entrapment, then how the fuck did they make a whole career about fake hookers and and, and arresting <laughs> all these dudes that were just trying to get them some lunchtime coochie? <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's nasty. I want to go back to this Canadian football shows? thing. I, I can't get over that. Can anyone name a, a, a professional Canadian football
2: player? I know there's uh, one from... Rocket Ismail. Uh, Rocket Ismail played in the Canadian Football League. Uh, well, Doug Flutie, Flutie
1: was huge. Yeah, yeah, Doug Flutie owned the Canadian not Football now. I mean, not. I can't um, name
0: any current CFL guys. The
1: yeah, Heisman, I mean, Heisman winning quarterback for Texas Longhorns that went on to play for... Uh, oh, Vince Young? Yeah, Vince Young played in the Canadian Football League. A lot of American players that either don't make it or get too old for whatever reason, they could they go play in Canada. Europe has Europe, their hey, own, it's yeah, European yeah, was, league too. Yeah, European. Yeah, football Europe
3: league. has some uh, old uh, like football teams in like Madden two thousand one and stuff like the Thunder mm-hmm. and all.
2: They're going to have and be an NFL there are, team there. There'll be an NFL team there within. The yeah, next they're
1: they're working on it and they're working yeah. on getting one in Mexico.
2: Yeah, because yeah. they're the trying. To, that's why
3: they're putting these games there.
1: But
2: Jaguars watch this. go to Europe, and I don't know who's going to go to. Probably the it Cardinals. It
1: surprised me to see the Major League Baseball expand internationally too, because they've been playing games in London as well. Well, they got to try and compete with the fucking well, play, Saudis.
0: But they play in Japan also. They yeah. play in
1: England. I, I don't know if 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 the Major League Baseball plays base plays legitimately sanctioned baseball games in Japan that that's I'm not sure because I know there's not necessarily friend friendly uh yeah they used to feelings do the, between to do the between the series,
0: two Hank yeah the first, the first series of the year used to be in Japan really yeah yeah and they used to they used I'm to show tour. my age for a long time like
2: a they used to they, well they, the they still
0: All-Stars. do tour John with the all-stars
2: do they okay yeah
0: yeah they do these international tours in like yeah. in November and December Where they'll take a bunch of players that didn't make the playoffs and go, you know, internationally and tour and do these games against like local cops and local pro teams and things like that. Mm. But yeah, it's it's amazing. I mean, you think about it and, and every sport now seems like it's gotten much bigger internationally, you know, I mean, it's it's one of those things where there's so much money to be made that everybody's trying to dip their finger in the pot then you
3: have things dude. like rugby though that are huge in everywhere else. i mean like australia it's
0: huge it's the it's one i not can't a, figure out right is cricket hmm. cricket's kind of gay that thing dude. is huge across the, the game is huge in in like england and india and i don't
1: understand it yeah. at lacrosse all. is kind of gangster though man yeah but is it it's I soccer mean, yeah it's soccer with fucking murder sticks <laughs> yeah,
3: but then like you, you get in trouble if you hit someone with the stick. It's like no, hockey. It's almost, oxygen, right? I don't know.
2: It's getting it's getting real yeah. popular though because it's made its way west real quick. Um,
1: oh, awesome. you
2: guys live in different areas than I do, I guess. Because rugby
1: is like, no- actually really big at the university an hour away from me, Arkansas State University. While they might be getting their ass whooped seventy three to zero by Oklahoma on the football field they actually have a nationally ranked rugby team year in and year out with a lot of transfer students from New Zealand and Australia and other uh, European Eastern places. Yeah, college college has big – My I know my brother-in-law used to
0: play. Uh, and you
1: wouldn't think rugby. that for bumfucked Egypt, Arkansas, rugby would be a hot spot. But, like, we have legitimate talent. Come to Jonesboro, Arkansas to play rugby. Or at least we huh. did 10 years ago. I don't know about now.
3: But. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's weird. And like you think about all the sports that, that people don't really talk about curling. Curling is one of my favorites to watch, dude. It's fucking. Why, epic.
1: You,
2: because you, know you, you look like you're a you're physical, like, physical athlete. I just think it. That guy I'm looks not like, a physical athlete. Those guys look like the everyday guy. Like they're yeah. not.
1: They're dads.
2: <laughs> yeah, they're they, yeah. dad bods with brooms is all it is.
1: They rolled. No, up in the dude, mini band. I think.
2: I think it's a, I, It's
3: just an interesting idea. Dude, with baseball, I mean, come on, guys. Baseball people are not athletes. They're not. Oh, I'm dude. sorry. I know. There's oh, three, there's three can we, guys can that we are athletes. I'm not sure
1: you understand how big a, a professional Dude, I used to play baseball,
3: is. man. How hard? Look at the best dude, baseball You stopped players. when you were 12. <laughs> but the best baseball players. <laughs> goes the, best. For Listen, feet. the
0: best baseball players. How far do they got to run? It really fast matter. for Do you you see the shape feet. of these guys now you don't have it's not the 80s anymore where you have like steve balboni and john crock yeah I they're mean, not granted, you have a daniel in the he he bryce but, harper you come have on. a daniel vogelbeck who is a you know the round mound of rebounds but you will get guys like bryce harper and corbin I mean, carroll these guys are savages now adley
1: carroll jackson oh, holiday yeah, trey on. turner
0: Dude, I hate
1: LeBron James,
0: but LeBron
3: James is twenty times the athlete, maybe hundred times the athlete than the best baseball player out there. Like straight up,
2: well, hate I, I LeBron
3: James? What are you considering an athlete? Someone that can <laughs> run, move fast, hit hard, do things quick. Like that's, that's what a athlete. lot
0: of baseball players were football players too, right? Just, right, just but, like so basketball like we, players. So I mean, they're just as athletic. It's just the game doesn't require the long to be athletic (laughs) no the longevity this was the 80s and you were still explosive skills and the hardest thing to do in any sport is hit a round ball with a round bat hit it ryan i'm
2: gonna sure ryan i'm gonna ruin your point with with one point right here with one person the greatest basketball player to ever play the game was michael jordan he went and tried to play baseball and he failed at it. He
3: looked because foolish. but he was a, a superior athlete. It was it's a skill set, it's not athleticism. He,
1: he was he was trained athletically in a different skill set. Exactly. To say that baseball players aren't athletic is to say that marching band has no skill. Compared to football, yeah, No, I'm
3: not saying that they're not skilled. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying but, that they're not. They're not like
1: peak athletes. Well, then you t- you tell you tell Ronald Acuna, he's not still skilled when he's the first player to steal sixty plus bases in a season since fucking uh, 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 what Walter Ironside in eighteen oh two or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like,
2: are you saying they can't dunk a basketball or they can't catch a pass? I would Brady or. Yeah, like, so there's I'm a there's a
1: clip it, floating around of 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 Mookie Betts and a girl. I think she's a uh, professional woman's basketball player, and they're doing like a a shooting challenge, and Mookie Betts whoops her ass. Right, but like think about like. But he's not an athlete, Ryan.
3: Running fast, right? Running for a long distance, running quick, tracking, lifting a weights. ball that's
1: over a hundred feet in the air. About, moving at over a 100 miles an hour that's the size of your fist. Ryan, and you have Usain to... Usain Bolt.
2: Usain Bolt? Usain he, Bolt. He runs for eight seconds. and that's In a eight. straight line. In a straight no line. Is he, is he a superior athlete? I would say so, yeah. Then what's the difference between him and somebody who can go from home from home to home in an 13 unprecedented seconds. amount of time?
3: Yeah, I, I, mean, I know. And that's why I'm bringing it up. It's like... I just don't see, you know
0: the the look best. A, look at a guy right, like Ellie De La Cruz. Now this guy is a freak athlete. He's six six, uh, Hank, right? Yeah, six, yeah.
1: Six, he six, he... six six and One of the and, two and runs like
0: a four two four three forty.
2: Yep. And he throws the ball over one hundred miles an hour.
1: Yeah. Can, I mean, this can, guy is like can scary, throw it about a hundred feet across the diamond at over a hundred miles an hour.
3: I don't know, man. Uh, you know it you can you can you know break people down athletically in different ways i'm not saying that baseball players aren't skilled they're absolutely skilled in what they do but like you have uh like this dude waldo Acosta cortez that is a uh, you know he went from baseball to mma he fights in the ufc and they say this over and over again that this guy he throws his overhand right like he's pitching a baseball right and he got his first knockout like just recently you know that's that's one way to see it like
1: okay so you mentioned a pitcher there was a cat the uh, a a week or two ago who threw a complete game it was a no hitter until he had two outs in the ninth and then and then the no hitter got broke up on a solo shot he was about to have a perfect uh not a perfect game but a, a complete game shutout no hitter and he threw 134 pitches that night In today's world, that's insane. I don't
3: know, dude. I'm saying dip. If you can chew dip, you can have a mouthful of sunflower seeds while you're playing a game. I think you know, 90% of the time you're standing still. You're not
2: well that's what you would say about the NFL, NFL But they're not getting paid for
0: that 90% of of the time. Right? Think about the NFL. Like DK
2: Metcalf. DK Metcalf is one of the fastest guys in the NFL or Tyreek Hill, but then they win and went against Olympic sprinters and they're not doing as well, so it's all about. I think the thing about an athlete is just how you train. You train. We'll see. You don't train to be an athlete.
3: Yeah, you train to do what you're doing, right? To your yeah, point, no
2: matter the, what it is, because the Philadelphia I, I def- Eagles
1: actually have an Olympic sprinter on their roster. Yeah,
2: I define MMA guy to go out there and try to hit a baseball, or I define. Sure. It- MMA got to go across the middle and get lit up by Ray Lewis, but for by sure. the same
1: token, I'm not saying that Freddie Freeman's going to take off from Tuesday night's lineup with the Dodgers and then go score <laughs> 35 for the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah, it's it, not it's the all...
0: Deion Sanders, Bo Jackson era when those yeah. guys were crazy playing baseball games during the week and then going playing NFL on Sunday.
1: Deion Sanders is the only human to ever score a touchdown and hit a home run in the same week. Yep.
2: Well, and then there's that guy even from the kid from Colorado who played this weekend uh, from he University played.
1: He, he's a true two way player. He played the whole yeah. game at uh, 136 snaps or something like wide that. wide receiver. Yep. Yeah, and you man. don't hear about that anymore.
3: It's it, it's interesting to have the conversation, it, you know, to me, I think that that is what is limiting baseball. It, it, from getting like super popular and and you guys will say that it's popular right because well, you're would, interested your circle is interested i'm not saying that ufc is more popular than baseball at all like at all like mma is well far. i would I mean, argue that hockey whooping, when it
1: comes to that two guys whooping each other's ass is probably the oldest sport known to man
2: sure
5: yeah
1: we could take that back to Cain and abel
2: yeah I think the biggest thing for baseball was it hurt themselves when they did talk about the unwritten rules and they're like, Oh, well, you just don't understand because you don't play, you know, whatever. And that was always the excuse of like, well, why can't you stand there and, and, you know, admire your home run? Oh, well, it's an unwritten rule. Or why can't you do, Oh, well it's an unwritten rule. But they seem with the infusion of the youth and everything else that they're doing, they really seem to be getting away from that, which I think is helping them come back into the mainstream that plus I don't, I can't think of any MLB player, who really has come out and taken a political stance like you have in the, in the NBA and in the NFL. And I think that's something that's really helped them as well. Well, let's
1: just take it from another side. Let's look at just the big three sports, baseball, basketball, football, here in America. Baseball is the only sport where you might have to play for 10 years professionally before you actually make it to the major leagues in football. You've got, a handful of years between junior high, which I know a lot of kids start when they're in elementary school nowadays, but you know, for us rednecks, we just start in junior high and high school. And then you're lucky enough to play a year or two in college. And then you've maybe got 10 years in the NFL, depending on your position in, in, in the NBA Yeah. I know they got the development league, but you don't hear about people spending seven years in the development league before they break through. You either, move on or you pretty much don't in baseball you might have a kid that's no longer a kid 34 year old drew Magie in the pirate system spent 13 years in the minor league system before he ever got called up the thing about baseball is it's because it's so difficult that i believe it makes it so beautiful if everybody could do it it wouldn't be special if everybody could get up there and hit the ball six times or better out of 10, then the hall of fame would be meaningless. Baseball is the only sport where you can go up and three out of 10 times gets you in the hall of fame. Yep.
0: Yep. Football and
1: football. If you have a quarterback that only completes 30% of his passes, he's getting laughed out of the league in the first year. Yep, and in basketball, if you have a guy that only ever hits thirty percent of his shots, he's not going to be on the league in the league for very long. In baseball, if you're hitting three hundred year in and year out, you're going to be in the Hall of Fame after an average ten year career. Yep, and I, that's I think, if you're any sort of average defenseman.
2: I think with that too, and I'm, the the biggest thing for me, and this is coming from somebody who played at a fairly high level. The most beautiful thing to me about baseball is the fact it's the only sport out there you can't run the clock out in. You have to play all nine innings or more. You can't no, take- less innings
3: if the if the home team is up. You know what I mean? Like then it's done. Like with eight and a half innings. Not in the majors, you got to play all nine innings. No, it, dude, I've watched games. I bet on baseball all the time, and they'll end it at at nine, like at the top of the but, ninth, but, they'll end but, it. W-
1: yeah, one team, nine innings one to one team only gets yeah, eight and a half innings the the if the home team's winning after the after they pitch the top of the ninth inning there's no need for them to do that's what I'm saying. So,
3: like, that's the only game that doesn't go to the end. <laughs> that's what's strange to me. It's a weird but, fucking but game. Te-
1: but technically, it is because the other team has those final three outs to do what they're going to do, or they're each
0: not. Team gets the, uh, the
2: opportunity. Twi- it, there's to have twi-
0: twenty-seven outs. Don't so
1: think So then, about why it.
2: not run up the score?
3: Why not just be like, "Hey, well,
2: we beat you, you guys, but let's just run up the score." That. What good okay. does that do though? It doesn't you help can't you. can't control running up the to score tell this in baseball. other
3: team, "Fuck you!" It's a gentleman's game, I know, but it's like, hey, we beat you. Let's fucking run up to score more.
1: You can't, you can't do that in baseball. Yeah. I know can, that's what's cannot. that's
3: what's whack about it.
1: Even if you put a position player that's never pitched a day in their life, since they're they're thirty something years old, they haven't pitched since they were twelve in the in the little leagues. You can put him on the mound, and professional players that get paid hundreds of millions of dollars to hit a baseball cannot do it. Yeah, Ronald Acuna celebrated hitting a single off of a position player two nights ago.
2: Well, Freddie, was it Freddie Freeman who struck him out last year? Freddie, Freddie Freeman struck some, or Freddie Freeman got struck out by somebody, Rizzo,
1: I think. I think it was yeah. Rizzo. Yeah. Back when he was with the Cubs. But but, but yeah. it's impossible to to run the score up in, in the sense that you could in basketball or football, in baseball, because you've got to throw a pitch and you've got to swing at it.
0: And, you yeah, you can't really guide where and, the ball's going to go. And if the
1: pitcher
3: can't – What about, like, walking it? a batter, you know, deliberately walking. Saying, though, well, here,
2: here's I the mean, deal, too. You run the score up. Nolan Ryan's pitching get the next outs. night. Guess who's getting a pitch in the ribs? Everybody. Pinch yep. hitting, Everybody. all these
3: things, dude. It's a strange game. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, I think that that is what, like, my point of bringing all these things up is. I think this is why it's not popular. And and you guys will will say that it's that it is more popular, but
0: it's you know, gaining I don't, popularity, right? It was I think it's gaining popularity. It was popularity definitely back. down. See, it 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 hit its like peak in the early 2000s, like There's 2001 with the Diamondbacks and late, the Yankees, Yeah, I late think. 90s, early 2000s, and then. When they had to, quote-unquote, clean up, it really changed the game. It slowed it down. It took With it. to the it steroids getting out
2: of there?
1: It, yeah. Steroids single-handedly saved it Major saved League baseball, baseball in the 90s. Because baseball does not market its product or its players. You will not find Major League Baseball commercials like you will for football games or basketball games. And you don't That's see the
0: league players with the sponsorships either for the most exa- part. Exactly. That's That's what they have. don't
1: market their product. Yeah. If they marketed their product, then you we wouldn't be having this conversation because it would be on equal standing. But the thing is, is baseball has a, a, the people that are in are all the way in the St. Louis Cardinals are having the worst season that I've ever been alive for. In almost 33 years and they still fill out the stadium at bush yeah. every night
2: and on the flip side i will go with what ryan's saying like on the flip side you look at like the oakland days right and they're they may have 500 people at uh hey go at, easy that's our boy beginning. kirby's team <laughs>
0: hey that
2: used to be my team when they had mcguire and all that back in the 80s as well that was the team i followed but you know now and that's the whole reason they're moving to vegas because they can't get the they can't get the 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 following. They can't get the fans it's the same problem Tampa has. Ownership you you,
1: is the problem in Oakland.
2: And the granted, you don't have that problem in the NBA or the or the NFL or probably even hockey. No, or, but there are
0: also smaller stadiums. Right.
2: Granted, in in yeah. the
0: NBA and, and NHL, much smaller stadiums. I mean, you're talking a th- half to a right. third of some baseball stadiums. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And NFL's so the op- not, that's, that's not what I'm
2: the case, saying though. is the optics. The optics may make it seem like it's a, a, an inferior product, you know, just based on the optics, based on the on the fans or whatever. But you know, to anybody who has played the game or been around the game for just a long time, and and understand, maybe that's what it is. You understand what you're what you're looking at a little bit more. And Ryan, I think it's the same way. Like you have just kind of the casual fan watching UFC, and they've got three two guys who are wrestling on the ground for. For three rounds that the, the like if my wife went and watched that, she'd have no clue what was going on. I'd be able to look. And well, go, the, oh, he's, John, he's in that situation,
0: and... the fans start booing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and listen to like
3: you guys all played baseball. You know, some of you higher levels. And Hank, I'm not sure how far, you know,
1: I just you played, played baseball. into high school.
3: Yeah, well, so that's that's a somewhat high level, right? I played like Matt said, like I played when I was a kid, dude, like, I I understand you can get to like college and all that. So I'm just saying, like, sticking with a sport and playing it. I was never like an MMA fighter, right? I fought kids in like bathrooms in my high school. That's what I did, (laughs) right? That's what we used to do. So I was never like even an amateur, right? When it comes to that. But so I get why like it's a it's a passionate thing for you guys. I I totally get it. But I'm saying like on a massive scale, that's why like the Super Bowl is so much bigger than the World Series is because like they've done something with football, right?
1: Yeah, they've for marketed it properly. Yeah, it's just they marketed it.
3: And it's yeah. it's more entertaining, man. You know, you, you get well, like, sure you'll get six and it points. and
0: right. It's one game versus seven, right? I mean, there's there's a lot of factors, but by far. The NFL is more popular than than baseball. Yeah, yeah, that's all that I was saying no this argument time. there. One Eddie. thing
1: I will say is, is anybody can throw on a set of pads and go hit somebody hard. Not everybody can go stand at the plate and hit a 500 foot fucking jack.
0: Well, Hank, that's a that's <laughs> a great tra- segue to transition to what I have pulled up here, because have you guys seen this oh
2: documentary?
1: This on, is the on wildest H- story Max. ever.
2: I watched it two <laughs> nights ago. It's called BSI,
1: okay? I remember
2: when this happened in
1: real life, like yeah, when all this unfolded.
0: So a little backstory on this. So there's this guy named Roy Johnson, and he – I don't know if people are familiar, but there's this IMG Academy down in Florida. Yep. And this is a prep school that is basically a football program that has a school so they can – keep accreditation right and 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 the kids it's basically a minor league system for division one colleges so this guy you know and that's down in florida this guy in ohio came up with this idea that he was going to do this right so he starts recruiting these kids and gets this team together and starts playing games but they these kids have no school right? They're, they're living in hotels. He's not paying the bills in hotels. So they, they get evicted. Um, And so he has these kids and all of a sudden he starts it in 2018 with this place called, I think it was, it was something Christian COH Academy or something like that. And they were, they were tied to a church kind of. Well, the church cut ties with them. The bishop said, "We have no affiliation with this football program whatsoever." These kids don't go to our school, so they end up. This guy's whole idea was he ended up working with this this agent, so to speak, that schedules high school games. He goes, "I want the hardest schedule, high school schedule in America." The guy has no 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 never really played before or anything, so these kids somehow end up playing this IMG Academy on ESPN in 2021 and IMG Academy ends up beating them 58 to nothing. The announcers are talking all sorts of shit about this, uh, Bishop Sycamore high school. And like, what is this? This is these, this is a joke. Now, the crazy part about it is some of these kids that he was recruiting, we like 20 and 21 years old. Hmm. Like one of the kids went to Juco was on a Juco roster quit and then went back and played high school ball, which if anybody understands that he went to college, then came back and played high school. It's totally illegal. Yeah, and now if college, you think right? about it, yeah, you have 20, 21 year olds playing against 15, 16, 17 year old kids. And these guys are getting their ass kicked by kids they're and out there sharing helmets. Yes, they didn't even have enough equipment for all the kids. So as they're running off the field, they're flipping their helmet to another kid running on the field. And wasn't the address for the school like a PO
2: box or something like that? Essentially, yes.
1: Yeah, and, <laughs> and he got caught a couple of different times, and like kept finding ways to do it.
0: Yes, well, and, and it's the kind of cra- badass
1: though. The you craziest,
0: I mean? the craziest part about the whole thing, right? He never broke a law. He never did anything illegal other than, you know, the fraud that he did to finance it and all the people that he didn't pay and everything and pitting
3: adults against minors. Well, and here
0: you want to hear the craziest part that they didn't really hit on much in the documentary. And I want to know more about this. He made the kids when they signed up. He made him give them their name, address, and then social security number and shit. Nice. And then what he did he <laughs> was opened up PPP loans in these kids' names <laughs> for like 20 grand a piece. One kid it. had two of them in his own name and didn't even know about it guy's an
3: evil genius can we zoom in on his neck
0: it looks like he's like a an orc or
3: something
1: he's got a headset (laughs) on probably
0: he's yeah his headset around his neck here that's his headset right here it's pulled down
3: oh okay
0: yeah dude looks like he's got this guy is the most (laughs) cocky piece of shit like i could ever think of uh yeah they don't want to show a picture of him
1: and so because like the the early season of high school footballs you'll get uh i don't know the proper word interstate games you'll get the top team in texas playing the top team in california or the top team in florida playing the top team from texas or whatever and so this was a big deal because like like matt was saying like you're not going to a high school when you go to IMG, when you go to modern day, when you go to, um, Bishop St. John's. Yeah. Bishop Gorman, St. John Bosco's schools like these. They're, they're only schools by technicality.
0: And Brian, that's where the Fertitas kids went. They went to Bishop Gorman out in Vegas.
2: That's where that Tate Martell kid went too. Yes.
1: They were all on the same team. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're literally going to become a product of the sport, and then you think just the get a, that, a curriculum attached. to I think to thing that it, really too. hurt
2: the, hurt that guy too. Was it was right on the heels of whatever that Netflix documentary was, uh, where they had like the three quarterbacks that they followed.
0: QB um, one,
2: QB one, yeah, it was right on the heels of that as well. So I think everybody's really starting to look into these into these high schools because they started seeing things a little bit behind the scenes. of
1: If they would have scored 17 points, they never would have gotten looked at twice. If they would have scored 24 or 35 to, to they would have been like, Oh, okay. These boys can make a place of football, but for them to go get blanked and not even have enough helmets for the kids, like
0: and Hank, they had no athletic trainers. One of the kids blew out his ACL and one of the, the, the the moms ran out on the field to help him. And they're yep. like, "Where's your training staff?" And she's like, "I'm the training staff today." She's. He's like, "Where's your bag and all your uh, supplies?" She's like, "I don't have anything." Like that's yep. how bad it was with for these kids. And and so the craziest part about it is the, the quarterback who was a decent player, older. Um, he act after the season got into Grambling State, which is a, one of the the black colleges, HBCU, HBCU. colleges. And he gets accepted, gets a scholarship there. Then they find out that he went to this school, this this scam. They had to rescind his scholarship because of, you know, he didn't meet NCAA criteria because at this Bishop Sycamore, they didn't give a shit about school. school. They didn't give a shit about these kids or any of the rules or anything. So these kids all wasted a year of their life and most of them it ended up hurting them.
2: Because everybody wants to be on an AAU team or own an AAU team or have something to do with something that's like an AAU team, and it just completely ruins everything for everybody. And the reason why it's allowed to happen is because of the amount of
0: money Money. in high school sports, which is crazy to think about, right? It's it's a bunch of adults profiting off of minors.
2: Well, and the colleges are good with it because they know that they're going to funnel – you know, they're gonna funnel those kids to whatever school. That was the big thing about uh in the high school basketball at the AU, The uh the guy who started the the whole uh, oh Sonny
0: Sonny Vicaro. Sonny
2: Vicaro, yeah. His thing was like, Oh, you're a Nike school, where we're, we're gonna funnel this kid because he's been I oh, you're a reebok school. We're gonna funnel this kid to you because he's you know, he's been around Reebok or whatever, and that's that's all it is, is it's just a just a big money.
3: Didn't well, you play the clip on here, Matt, of Cartman slave trading the college football wow. athletes?
0: Oh, absolutely.
3: Oh, I love that clip. That's so yeah. good. <laughs> He's like, yo, slaves, I mean, student athletes, Students. you know? It's like, <laughs> dude, that's what it is, man. They're literally slaves when they're playing at that level. What ass,
2: <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Especially now with all the From
4: NIL. I'd be willing to offer you forty dollars for two of the white ones and fifty for the blacks.
5: Are you referring to our student athletes? Student athletes? Oh, that is brilliant, sir. <laughs> now, when we sell their likeness for video games, how do we get around paying for our slave uh, student athletes? Then, <laughs> look, there
1: are good reasons why our student athletes cannot be paid, young man.
5: I ain't
2: arguing if they got Take a paid, the then how we make the all back? our money, right? <laughs>
3: The, yeah,
1: Buffalo?
0: it's the
3: buffaloes yeah man dude that's,
1: that's crazy because was that episode made before of... yes. oh oh that's an old, old, old episode old yeah oh old, old, that's episode. wild i mean i know colorado used to be good back at way back in the day but well I mean, and they were known for paying their players
2: yep
0: were, were they, they really stewart and all those guys yeah, oh, yeah. like it was like unlv of college football they had rape. They they had all sorts of rape problems out there. And, oh, yeah. It was Z- a had- West. It- yeah, man. Hey, it's- I, right. You got to see this one. And we, we talked about this on Hank's show. This is one of the most gangster moves ever made in draft history. Okay. So listen to this
5: card of a player who never played in the NHL. In fact, this guy, Taro Sugimoto didn't even exist. In the 1974 NHL draft, Buffalo GM Punch Imlac conjured up a fake Japanese hockey player as a prank to pull on the league. Imlac was bored with the very slow draft process that took place by phone and wanted to spice things up. The name Taro Sugimoto came from a local Japanese store that PR director Paul Whelan drove by occasionally. Eventually the prank came to light and the Buffalo Sabre fans, instead of getting mad at Imlac for wasting a draft pick ate it up. Soon, We Want Tarot chants could be heard at Saber's home games, and Sugimoto custom jerseys popped up everywhere. Then in 2010, Panini released a rare Tarot Sugimoto rookie card with their Score Rookies and Traded set. And it's actually quite hard to find these. Only two have ever been graded at PSA, and there have only been two recent sales on eBay, including one that sold for $115. Not bad for a prank card based on a prank player.
3: That's incredible, dude. That card should be worth more than one hundred and fifteen dollars. If there's two out there, well, that yeah. you know of, two graded, yeah. That's incredible. Uh, see, people need to do that. Like that would make more sports more interesting to more people. Is if they, uh, you know, and I understand that maybe it like degrades the integrity of the sport or whatever, but it would get more eyes on
0: it, dude. Like that's why.
3: Like, yeah, what, what if you most- had
0: to like draft one celebrity per draft? Or one, you know, one per, and they had you, they filmed them going through camp, like a normal person against a pro athlete. Right. That
2: happened. What was the the sprinter the, the, the other month? There's a sprinter that did that. He was just some normal guy from like Lithuania or whatever. And he had to run a hundred yard dash and it took him like. Thirty seconds when all the (laughs) other—he was just some like normal guy. Nobody even realized it until afterwards. He's out there against—he's out there running against. I have to find it. Well, dude, what I was gonna
3: say is like you know we're talking about these great sports, right? And you know, what is the most popular sport among like kind of younger kids right now?
2: Hot dog eating contest.
3: (laughs) I I I wish it was Fortnite. (laughs) Fucking influencer boxing dude that is the number one thing that is popular with like dumb kids that don't pay for any of these things but the reason that they're so interested in it is because and boxing's boring as shit by the way but if you actually like see why these kids are into it it's because it's people like logan and jake paul ksi these people that have zero talent but they are making it interesting because of the antics you know what i mean they need to introduce antics to these things to get more eyes on them the i mean dude old people love baseball old people love football old people love boxing hey but you need to get this new generation into all
0: that. i'll tell you what rye if more more things like this happened in baseball fist fights yes this was awesome yeah this is the tim anderson and uh Jose Ramirez. Ramirez. Right. This, uh, and this dude deserved to get knocked out, by the way. Nothing like dropping gloves on a baseball field. You never see that. And then he gets the KO. It's beautiful. Oh. Right on the jaw.
3: Yeah, it was a perfectly placed
1: oh punch. They both the kind of throw like uh, women. It started ones, with huh? Anderson and
3: Ramirez. That punch was like that.
1: Dude. He me. just caught him right there on that ouch button.
0: Yep.
4: Hit the but I'm switch. telling
0: you, yeah, they need to do that. Like, we've, we've talked about it before in different sports. Like, they need to have, like, sanctioned fighting in some sports. Right. Like, okay, here's here's 30 seconds. Just go at it, you know? Let them have at it. Let them do Nolan it. Nolan
1: Ryan is still a living legend because of the six hits he threw on Jesse Ventura.
0: Robin Ventura. Robin Ventura. Same.
1: same. <laughs> Jesse Ventura would be sick, though.
0: <laughs> that would have been, been a WWE match.
1: Jesse the, the body?
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah, it would be epic though like you know if someone disagrees in baseball you get one you get 30 seconds per inning right average fight lasts less than 30 seconds by the way so you think about
0: hockey fights they don't last long i mean it's maybe 30 30 seconds is a long time fuck yeah it is dude
3: bkfc rounds are two minutes long and people usually get knocked out in one round in those fights you know what i mean so it's like yeah, dude, let, let these guys throw hands, man. Let that t- testosterone get out there. Make it fun. I don't know. That's just my idea. I think we there's nothing a- that you're ever gonna say when it comes to sports that a fight couldn't make it more fun. You're never gonna be like, oh, I wish I didn't see that guy get. Yeah, I wish that, I wish that fight didn't
0: happen, man.
3: Yeah. I think
2: if they do that though, you got to pause for two minutes and let people place their bets.
0: Sure, they got to hop on <laughs>
2: DraftKings or or whatever. And be able to place their bets. But what if you hype team? up that night fight,
0: too? Yeah, you got you, you. do a little pre-plan. Like, you know, when they had that back in the day, I mean, this is probably before some of you, I know, John, you're probably with me here, but the the Red Wings, and I can't remember who they played, but there was a fight that was going to happen between Bob Probert and Ty Domi.
2: Oh, yeah, it was the Flyers? Was it the Flyers? I, I
0: don't remember if he was at the fly. He, Domi bounced around with the Rangers. Yeah, and everybody, Rangers, but Flyers, the Maple they, Leafs. It was like one of the, before the... Uh, game started in the paper everybody knew these guys were going to fight that night and it was going to and as soon as that puck dropped boom they just everybody let them have at it and it was awesome
1: that's great hell yeah we need to bring back bum
3: fights man bum fight just fighting man it's good like they that's were getting the thing paid too for with- it
1: with kids in elementary school, man, kids need to be allowed to fight a little bit. You know what I mean? Dude, like, that's been my whole point that y'all been hearing me say since y'all been hearing me say it, man. Folks start getting their shit rocked there once in a while. And this country, of course, correct real quick.
2: Well, that's <laughs> yeah, why I think my
0: son in jujitsu was just it, for that reason to get. It's my so favorite. He had to he, favorite he quote his ass kick some days.
2: It's my favorite quote ever by Mike Tyson. You know, he says everybody's got a plan until they get hit in the mouth.
0: Yep. Yep.
3: You got to say it like he says it, though. Oh, dude.
2: Everybody's <laughs> got a plan until they get hit in the mouth like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, it's uh,
3: it, I think it's important. dude. I don't know. But
2: well, I agree. Everybody, everybody should be knocked out at least once. I've never
3: been knocked out by a person, but I think that it is important to at least get punched. You know what I mean? Like get 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 hurt, you know, get yes. get, you know, get yes. bloodied up. Yes. Yes. Bloody nose, Walk your back jaw to hurts the next day, something like that.
1: After getting your ass kicked with the fat lip and the black eye, and you have to explain what happened. Oh, the and worst.
2: You go was back to school to to the next. Yeah, you got to go back to school with it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: Man. That that's a very character building moment. It's a whole. I still love chain. walking
3: around with a black eye, though. I used to really like it because it's kind of cool, dude. Like you walk around, you're like, and people are wondering what happened.
0: The worst is when you get the black eye and your eye that is red inside, and it yeah. just looks like <laughs> and disaster. like yellow kind of. Oh. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. eventually, the people that want are the, are the dickheads in life. They'll realize that you're not worth their time because you might. It's not that that you're gonna win the fight against them every time is that you're going to fight that fight against them every time and and if you're going to fight back that's too much for them they got to have the easy win you know what i'm saying that's the
2: moment they decide to become police officers
1: yeah no (laughs) shit
3: (laughs) yeah dude yeah man yeah, but to that point, too, like how, how Matt, you, you're you throwing your kid in jujitsu. Cops need to learn wrestling and jujitsu and maybe like some Muay Thai or something like that. Fucking cops should have event. to be in
0: shape, at least. It's an embarrassment that you got these fat fucks that can't run, can't have no cardio whatsoever that are police officers. Yeah, they got the
3: taser and the gun. It's like they're going to use one of those two things, you know? Yep.
0: Dude, I saw a great meme today. It was this lady and her glasses are all sideways and she goes, "Ladies, I got some advice for you." She goes, "Make sure you never mix up your taser and your
3: vibrator." <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. I won't do that again.
2: <laughs> oh,
3: shit. Yeah, man, it's crazy, dude. My uh my sister's boyfriend yesterday, we went out for my mom's birthday and um she You know, he was saying like, hey, dude, like how many of these security guards that are like, you know, malls and grocery stores and things like this, do you think would actually deter something bad from happening? And my dad right away goes five percent, five percent of these guys could actually do something. You know, if someone were to actually push back and be like, hey, no, fuck you, I'm going to steal this. You know what I mean? What are you going to do? You're going to call the cops? I can get out of here by that time. So it, it it they're really just meant to be like a set of eyes, and so many
0: people. Are- it's a deterrent, Ryan. That's all it is. It's yeah, just yeah. To it's, let it, you know that
2: well, hey, some somebody's states, watching. Even, in some states, it's not even a deterrent. Now you can in California, you can walk in with a big old trash bag, take at least what is it under a thousand dollars worth of stuff yeah. or whatever, and you're fine. Well, in our
0: malls, we got like Paul Blart. We got these fat fucks <laughs> that are on segways. And they couldn't, like you said, right, they couldn't chase you down. They couldn't do apprehend anyone, even a teenager. But so what do they do? They use the walkie talkie and that's it. They're just, they're just there to have well, the even appearance.
3: They, right. It's, it's a set of eyes. And even if they wanted to stop someone, what they would do is just say, stop. Yes. And the person would say no, and then just well, and run a, away. And then well, a that's lot of that. them
2: have, a lot of them have to be there just for insurance reasons. Yeah. Sure. If, if, if a store or a mall is going to be insured, then the insurance company says you've got to have security guards on staff. Well, right, so the hire the, higher, the, higher the guy who's going to work for seven dollars an hour, you know, or minimum wage is versus. I yeah. was I was just
0: going to say that because I was talking to the the gym that I go to is inside of like, it's a mall I guess it's not really but they have security and I was talking to one of the security guys because he came out all pissed off one morning at like five thirty in the morning I'm like what's <laughs> up man. And he's like, you won't believe this shit. He goes, these people, he's like, I'm in trouble for actually stopping someone who had uh, shoplifted like $1,500 worth of shit. And (laughs) I stopped them, detained them until the police got there. And now they want to fire me. He goes, they pay me fucking minimum wage. He goes, I have no weapons, no nothing. And... I'm just trying to do my job. And now I did my job and now they want to fire me because he I should
3: be happy. Cause next time that that happens, just step aside, let the guy steal shit. Now, you yeah. know that you don't have to do a damn thing. You're getting well, paid you to stand ask. there.
2: Next time, I'm just ask guy, Hey, take this for me too. I'll meet you outside. We'll meet by exactly. my call.
3: Let's split it.
2: Yeah. I, Hey, I want this video game. I want this video game console, but it's, it's too much. Or I want this box of baseball cards. That's what I want to do is go rob a, I want to go rob a baseball card store. Yeah.
3: Dude, an hey. old friend that I had, he his dad used to do that. He would go around and make friends with uh like grocery store, like uh security guards, and they would rob the banks inside the grocery stores. Yep.
0: Hey Hank, I know you I know you got a dip. Uh I I appreciate it, man. Let everybody know where they can find you.
1: Yeah, man, dude. I so much uh appreciate you having me back on here. John and Ryan, it's been great talking to y'all. I've got work in the morning, so i got to bounce up out of this thing. Uh, When the warden says it's time to go to bed, you best believe we're going to bed. (laughs)
2: Lights out! I ain't sleeping (laughs) on no motherfucking
1: couch tonight. Not for y'all. I love y'all, but not that much. (laughs) No, but y'all come find me on Instagram, on Facebook, uh, 643 Conspiracy Podcast. I'm on all your major podcatchers. Uh, Also me and... Chef Kyle from the Sunday night secret society podcast. We just started up a, uh, side project called holistic roots. It's a non-conspiratorial non-political show. Um, best way I could describe it would be like our rendition of a self-help show, like real world daily things that you can apply to your life to try to move away from the system as much as possible, whether that be gardening, and canning what you're growing in your garden, whether that be um, meditation and trying to center yourself on a spiritual level so that your body might function a little bit better, things of those natures, you know, uh, more self reliance, independence. So maybe you don't have to go to your grocery store for everything, kind of like a homesteading spiritual woo woo mixture of how can we get better at living this daily life and it's a it's a journey for both of us because we're both trying to put what we learn into into daily you know practical use so we're not just talking about it we're actually doing it and it's it's fun looking at some of the stuff and uh some of the stuff make you pissed off like when you when you get into like your the contents of your tap water and stuff uh matt i gotta thank you for that you've uh posted that ewg.org website and talked about it. And me and Drew, we're getting ready to do a little episode on it. I've kind of broken down what's in my local water and boy, let me tell you to piss you off. It'll piss you right off. But so that's where you can find me. Once again, I'm sorry. I hate to ramble there. Uh, Fellas, it's been great hanging out with y'all. I wish y'all a great evening and I will catch y'all later. Be good, my man.
3: Take it easy, dude. Yeah, man. He's right it, about that. That shit will make you mad.
0: Oh, dude. Yeah, you saw that. You had what? all Arsenic and all that shit. I mean, it's just it's it's mind blowing. And then the list. It'll make you episode, go bald. Yeah. And like the it episode will. you did on the <laughs> fluoride and all that shit. It's like, man, it's not in there to benefit us at all. Nope. Yeah, dude. Like these families, too, that 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 do this shit. You know,
3: those soul that I that I told you about on the Monday yep. Night Master Debater show last week. How the fuck do do they not get in trouble or do they not get called out? But we do if we, you know, don't don't you know properly account for all of our carbon that we're putting out. Well, or it's like we the are.
0: Sackler family. I guess there's a new uh, documentary on Netflix. I don't have Netflix anymore, so I got to find it on the Fire Stick. Um, but it's called Painkiller, and it's all about the Sackler family and the opioid crisis and how they knowingly were selling heroin right was yeah. oh, that
2: the one with uh with ferris bueller
0: i don't know who's in it i like i said i haven't seen it i i heard the guy peter berg did it okay yeah he was on rogan last week and i was listening to the interview that they did and they were talking about it and it's just it's unbelievable it's the same thing they did with uh what was that heart medication that killed like fifty thousand people that pfizer put out and they had to pay like six billion dollars to people but they ended up making twelve, so it was profit. Yeah, a profit. It's chump change, care. man.
2: Well, that's the he, thing, you know. I say this sort of tongue it cheap, but Ryan, you said how the you don't, you just, you don't have the money they have, and you don't have the influence. You know, that's that's how they get away with it. Is they have the influence and they have the money, and you know, us underlings, we don't. And that's well, why- dude.
3: John, imagine, imagine you. Obviously, you wouldn't do this, but imagine you poison an entire city with fluoride let's say right you poison it you put so much fluoride in this river that they're sourcing their water from and then all said and done you got to pay five dollars to those people that's what that would be like with your current bankroll
2: was it you guys who brought who brought up on one of the monday master debaters or somebody else may have brought it up in a different one i was listening to but about how they poisoned the whole city of st louis by by putting the they had these 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 things that would spray chemicals off the top of buildings in St. Louis back in the yep, I don't remember what year it was, but it was basically like everybody knows it. The government knew, the city officials knew, and just nobody nobody was held accountable for it.
3: Yeah, man, it's sad. It's just crazy because, you know, it sounds like, uh, you know, when people hear like, oh, they had to pay $750 million or whatever, like that sounds like a shitload. But then you look at their profits and it's like I said, it's like it's like one of us paying five dollars. It's nothing. Right. And, and the amount that that, you know, it's, it's not even really comparable because the amount that that money can actually go to when we're talking millions and hundreds of millions of dollars that I mean, you can't even understand how little that effect has on that bottom line same thing with facebook when they got uh you know pop for data you know laundering or whatever the hell you want to call that if they got to pay like i think it was like 12 million dollars it's like dude facebook literally pisses 12 million dollars a second like it doesn't matter to them when they have to do that what do we got here
0: yeah this is what john was talking about the army spraying st louis with toxic aerosol in the 1950s so yeah, man. Yeah, it was uh, in the mid-50s. The Army used motorized blowers atop low-income housing high-rise at schools and from the backs of station wagons to send a potentially dangerous compound into the already hazy air in the predominantly black areas of St. Louis. Local officials were told at the time that the government was testing smokescreen that could shield St. Louis from aer- aerial observation in the case the Russians attacked. Right. The Russians are going all the way to fucking St. Louis. If they make it that far, we're, we're fucked. So yeah, yeah, this is another like Tuskegee type experiment.
2: Yeah. More dude, I was
3: running that, you know, I did that five part series a while back on MK ultra and they were literally pumping LSD in the subways in New York back in the fucking sixties. You know, if they can do that, there's high amounts of lithium in the air in California. You know, it's like lithium yeah. is a is a drug that calms you down and makes you docile, similar to fluoride. So you know they're just doing this stuff, man. And it's just uh, you know, look over here, look at Trump getting arrested, look at all these things, so that you don't have to pay attention to what what's actually gonna you what's know really going ruin on everybody. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that
0: and the the crazy C40 city shit. I don't know if you guys right. did you guys see this shit with Mayor Adams.
3: Was Today? that something that you sent in that in that video? Because the one yeah, thing yeah, that I saw I'll was that play what you said. It
0: right here, he uh, Mayor Adams. They're now going to monitor your meat consumption. Oh Check yeah, yeah. Shit out.
2: I'm excited to announce that for the first time in our city's history, we're measuring just how much of an impact our food choices have on our emissions. First time we're doing this. We work with the C40 Cities uh, Climate Leadership Group, and I want to take my hat, hat off to a great corporate um, partner, American Express. So, hey,
3: he's got a chef right next to him, though, so it's got to be good so food. How,
2: how do they monitor the emissions from food? Like, I eat a bowl of chili. Am I wearing a? They're like going to depending monitor?
0: on how many pounds of meat you consume, you will be get a certain carbon tax, right? Like, no, so it's. Or, it's
2: But, you know, and and it's things like that that I don't know if you guys saw, but they finally started the construction on that uh, 15 mile long, whatever, in Saudi Arabia, the whatever The the, the line, they finally started construction on that. You don't see any kind of reporting on that, but you see reporting on this kind of junk.
3: It's all tied together, though, man. You know, my uh, again, you know, going back to like, you know, the younger generation, my my sister and her boyfriend, dude, they were talking. They went to Best Buy and they saw, you know, this three thousand dollar Samsung smart refrigerator and they thought it was so cool. And I was telling them, it's like that's going to track the amount of meat that you have in your refrigerator. And they have smart toilets, too, that when you take a shit, it's going to tell you how healthy you are based off of your shit. And then they're like, well, what, what does that matter if they tell you how healthy you are? Well, then they can hike your interest rate or your um, insurance rate, rather. They can hike all these things up and they can make you pay more and, and yep. uh, you know, be part of the system. And that's all, all
0: part of this plan. And you heard him mention the C40 cities. And, and guys, I recommend you read this. It's called The Future of Urban Consumption in a One and a Half Degree Celsius World. And it's it's a what is it? It's got. Sixty-eight pages, and it goes through, and it tells you what their plan is. And one of their plans is that you consume zero grams of meat. What is one and a half degrees Celsius? Is that like forty degrees
3: Fahrenheit or something?
0: I have no idea. Because zero
3: Celsius would be freezing.
0: Thirty-two.
2: I'm American,
3: well, I don't and know it that changes. Stuff. Yeah,
0: it's. I don't. I don't understand that whole system. <laughs> that would be a freezing world that would be a very cold world essentially yeah, like we'll say 34 they're, they're basically degrees they're telling you that you'd, you'd be allowed like one flight every three years i mean it's all these crazy ideas that they have for this shit like how they're going to control your emissions and you know and it's all these c40 cities and Ryan, you were talking about it with me before when you said hey type in you know a local city by you and then type in 15 minute city and see, you know, and obviously Boston is they're big into this C forty and all those people, it's the same concept. They've now changed it from 15 Minute Cities to this C forty City initiative. So anytime you guys hear C forty, you know shit's about to hit the fan. Crazy. Sounds like C four almost, right? Like it's gonna
3: blow yeah. up,
2: like yeah, it's, it's just, just an implosion. It's just 10 times worse oh
0: yeah and again it's all about control it gets you in these little hives and then there's nowhere for you to go i mean and and the question is
2: always okay if this is what they're telling you then what what don't you know you know what what is it that they're hiding because if, if they're giving you this then there's obviously something else that they don't that they're not giving you
0: but the other side of it is again you have to go to these places Right. right, you have to go in these cities. I'm not going anywhere near yeah. a most fucking people will. Boston or yeah, New York. I mean, that's most like, people will. Yeah, it's like it's like dangling the carrot out there for you, right in front of the trap. And as soon as you take that bait, boom, the gate closes, and now you're in. Matt, dude, someone, someone.
3: I think it was actually Kim that mentioned this. Was that um there's three locations in the entire country that have like backup reserves for elites. Um, I'll see if I can get in here to mention it, but Tucson is one of these three locations worldwide or uh, nationwide that has like backup reserves
0: of like food. It sounds money. like like the Greenbrier setup that they had. Yeah,
3: maybe that's it, dude. But that's the thing too
0: is if you're in these like rural areas,
3: if you're not hundred percent self sufficient, you're gonna get pushed into those areas eventually, man. You know what I mean? Like that's what's so scary about all these things myself too like yeah i live in tucson but who gives a fuck you know because it's uh, you know i have i have you know guns i've got bullets i've got you know a decent amount of food and water and stuff stored up but um you know if worse comes to worse i'm going to get pushed into one of these things too if i don't want to starve to death and if i can't hunt for my meat to a certain extent yeah
2: come to texas ryan i'll I'll host you okay i'll bring the
3: i'll bring some guns and bullets
2: long as you can clean a chicken coop we're good
3: I can clean a chicken coop. I can do more than that, too. Because the I'm
2: one be... thing on my property that's the biggest thing I hate to do is clean my chicken coop.
3: Yeah, I can do that. I'm a good shot, too. I can shoot some, some meat. It's just there depending on where we're at. What do we got here?
0: This is that Greenbrier Hotel I was telling you about. This used to be an old Cold War bunker. And so under this hotel, this is the actual hotel here. Um, under it, they have this lavish compound, these massive, you know, doors, ton, you know, couple ton doors that are, you know, all nuclear resistant. And so if there's ever an incident in DC, these, these politicians would all go to this Greenbrier hotel in West Virginia. And, uh, that was, that used to be the old getaway spot for all the DC crowd. Like you were talking about that place in Tucson, right? Yeah, I don't know if there's necessarily a bunker, but, yeah, there's something where it's like I,
3: I Kim mentioned it. I'm sure she doesn't even remember it. I was going to go ask her, but she was telling me something about this stuff. And there's three locations. West Virginia must be one. Um, I know New Zealand has a lot of bunkers for some of these elites and stuff, too. But there's three in the country. And it was interesting that Tucson was one. And then you look at that show, Last Man on Earth or whatever, Last Man in the World, it's based out of Tucson um it's just weird dude you you wonder what well then you
2: got the is it is it Antarctica where they have the they're storing all the seeds down there as well they've got all the the there was one of
0: those in Europe also yeah that'd be like a Noah's Ark type thing that's
3: that's that
2: was what
0: it essentially was it was like you know one of everything they're supposed to have in case of an apocalypse or something happened that they got a little uh elephant down there future generations yeah like
3: yeah it's like the remember, dude remember those pills those little pill looking things when you put them in water and they turn into foam animals yeah they're sponges yeah
2: that's like uh, sea monkeys yeah sea monkeys are wild
0: yeah like when you were a kid you could use them in the bathtub then they would like stick to the wall and shit yeah yep i remember those are big as a kid speaking of which next week we got a toy episode rye do we childhood toys Monday night Master debaters I'm looking Who's coming on uh I think Nico from Upstate oh, okay.
3: and Bob dude I got some new cards that I'll have to show yes. you guys seen these things man like these uh these are these cards that I was telling you guys about the alien uh
0: alien cards what you know what, is it, what is it what is where did you get
2: those from is it just Mars alien? attacks
0: huh what is it their Mars attacks brand or what's the brand of them Mars Attacks, yeah, okay, yeah, dude. There's like,
3: uh, oh, they're they're, so these are remakes. Like, check this one out, dude. Like, dead alien. So, these were made, the originals were made in the 60s, and like a an unopened, like, hobby box goes for like $1,600. But I got a, uh, like some remakes of them, and um, these are they're just dope, dude. They got like all kinds, they even got like these ones too that are like holographic, you know, like, uh, oh, wow. So yeah, man, uh, I'm pretty stoked about those. You know what I mean?
0: But you know, just get, you got to nerd out, dude. Yeah, my son dug into his closet this weekend and he pulled out his Pokemon cards. So we were going through those, and unfortunately, we couldn't find any of his his good ones. We don't know where they went. So that's the new mission now. You know
2: when when those first came out in like ninety? I don't know, what was it like ninety six or ninety seven? Whenever they first came out. I used to make fun of everybody for collecting those because I was a I was real big into sports cars. I'm like, why are you why are you buying these little Japanese cartoons? Yeah, all
0: those weird things.
2: Gosh, I wish I would have invested in those in the originals.
0: Yeah. Those things are huge now, and it's crazy because uh, my son wasn't even really into them. But I was coaching a, a a teenagers baseball team a couple years back, and one of the kids knew JJ was into baseball cards and he just brought this big old plastic bin. And he's like, here, take these JJ. And it was all his old Pokemon cards. Oh, and there were some, some that I'm sure we're, were some. I, we do not know yeah. the difference, but.
2: That's kind of, that's my biggest regret is. I was real big into baseball cards, but I realized like it was an addiction. It was like it was like doing heroin. Every time I would spend three hundred, four hundred dollars on a box or whatever, you know, it was the real big rise. And then you know, you got something that's great. You know, otherwise, if you spend four hundred dollars on a box and you get like fifty dollars worth of cards, you're like, Ugh. so I ended up just selling my collection right before the whole PSA thing really started taking off. Like man, I wish I would have just held on a little bit longer to start to get all my all my stuff graded because it would have.
0: Yeah, but I don't know if they're worth that much, John. Right? Because the mass production back then. You no, know, my stuff, the, the
2: baseball cards, like because yeah. you know I had a, I like the 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 Jeter foil rookies and the Griffey rookies, and I'd you know a bunch of the old 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 you know like the old '60s Fleer you know sets and all kinds of stuff and. I just was like, I got to get out of this because this is, I, you know, I, I didn't get into heroin or anything like that, but baseball cards were really my drug. And it was like, I just got to get rid of all this stuff. But now that all this PSA stuff is starting to come around, I'm like, man, I wish I would have kept some of that stuff just to, just to grade. Cause I know some of them would have turned out. Well, I know some of them would have turned out really well. Cause I sold them to two of my best friends and they got their, they got them graded and they're sending me pictures like, Hey, remember this card, this came back, yeah. this came back as a PSA 10. Thanks for this ten thousand dollar card.
3: Yeah. Yeah, man. The the new like UFC cards are shit. Like the, the Panini stuff, they they overdo it. Like I've got a few here and they're all like they do so many different Like this is uh what is this? Mohammed Makaev. This dude is supposed to be like a double champ, but it's like it's not worth shit at all. You know what I mean? Well, I
2: think like, that's just because people don't know anything about UFC cards yet. Yeah, once maybe start, it
3: will be worth something, but there's so start- many.
2: But, again, you know, remember – It's kind of niche. Yeah, this yeah, it's like
0: hockey cards. Hockey cards aren't worth shit. Yeah, right? unless you got
2: a, a Gretzky rookie or – well, I guess that's it. A Gretzky rookie from yeah, – Maybe o- Lemieux or
0: Crosby or something yeah, like that. Yager,
2: you know, some of the older guys. Yeah. You know, Sidney Crosby maybe, some of the – you know, or a Vetchkin or something like that. But nobody really knows what they are or who they are.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Oh man! All right, gentlemen. I think we're gonna wrap it here. I uh I gotta I gotta work tomorrow. Freaking wicked early. I got a five o'clock meeting, so I'm not looking forward to that one. Uh, five a.m. Uh, huh?
2: Yeah. A well, phrase wasn't it wicked early? Yeah. Uh, wicked early.
0: Well, wicked. Fucking Europeans, man. They're so far ahead of us time wise that. We right. have to cater to them, and it's like, damn, man! Five a.m. on a, after a four-day weekend because I took Friday off. I was like, oh, this is a kick in the balls.
3: If they're in Britain, that's they're probably just doing it just because they're still a little bitter about the
0: whole uh, revolution, you it's know? Denmark. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, yeah,
2: yeah. They got windmills.
0: Who knows what the Danes are <laughs> up to? My, they're my- eating uh fish, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's unbelievable, man. Herring. They're big on herring. Yeah, I, I don't get that shit. I don't understand Oh <laughs> all, man. No thanks. So, John, where can they find you, my friend?
2: So I am on all the podcatchers, you know, your Spotify's, your uh, Apple Podcasts, whatever else. Spotify puts it out there. It's a How the Hell Did We Wind Up Here uh, podcast. And basically, it takes space. You know, anybody who comes on, just everybody knows that something's wrong with the world. Everybody's kind of got a different way to look at it. And so it's just kind of talking about, you know, what they see and the things that led up to it versus just, you know, throwing out kind of keywords or phrases that, you know, the podcast community is, is famous for, but really just being able to say, look, this is what's wrong. This is kind of how we got here. You know, maybe being able to uh, um, to talk about how to get out of it a little bit, you know, whether it's growing your own food or homeschool or, whatever it is. Um, tomorrow night though, I will plug this. I'm, uh, I'm actually, I'm really excited about this. My, uh, my 16 year old and three of his friends have started to listen to, uh, the podcast that I do and they want to come on and they want to talk about how technology has ruined their generation that it was their idea. They're all about it. So, uh, we'll see what, uh, sitting down with four 16 year olds brings, but, uh, should be, should be a lot of fun. Dude, that's That's a great
0: idea, man, because I I was just I just did a show. I recorded it and it'll be out this week with uh, Matthew Smith and this guy, Chris, from Old World Exploration. And we talked about fatherhood, you know, in in today's world and how, you know, how to what we do with our kids and what you have to be aware of and shit like that. And we got the idea because uh, Chris did a show with his two young kids and had him on there. And they were, you know, I think they were doing more of like just looking at old buildings and stuff like that. But I thought it's, I think it's a great idea to get kids involved in this and especially. It was,
2: it was their idea. They've been bugging me for saying, "Yeah, be able to come on. They're like, Hey, we want to come on. We want to, we want to sit and talk about this. And I'm like, okay, let me get your parents permission first. Cause y'all are, you know, you're 16, you're still minors. I got to, you know, got to do it the right way, but their parents are for it and they want to come on. So it should be, should be good. Should be fun. That's awesome.
0: Do some anti-grooming. Is what we
2: call yeah. that, right? And, uh, and hopefully, we'll be able to do this about once a month with them. Is is the plan? So I like so that idea, man. It's a him.
0: great concept.
3: And didn't you release that episode on your uh, Patreon already, Matt? Yeah. What's that, that with John? Yeah, with John. The, oh yeah, the, I put it out to about everybody. Being a yeah, dad,
0: people loved it, man. People yeah. really enjoyed that. They're like, that was a good conversation. Yeah, yeah, that's good.
2: Should be fun. Excellent. Oh, yeah. I may have to get a dictionary, though, what kids these days say, like it's lit or that's riz, oh, or, dude, you know, no, riz. or whatever else. <laughs>
3: mid, mid is like mid. decent, right?
2: Right. What yeah, else? I, you know, the funny thing is I had to ask my 16 year old today. I was like, what does this mean? I watched this video. What does this mean? And what does this mean? He's like, oh, dad. Oh, dad. I'm like, just <laughs> tell me, please. Do I go through with my
0: 10 year olds, John? I mean, it's, it's insane. We're, we're watching like, he loves YouTube shorts and yeah, I'm like, what does, what does that mean? What is he talking about right now, bud? And he's like, do I have to explain it to you? Cause like, <laughs> again, frustrated with me. I'm like, dude, give me a break, man. I'm 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 almost 45 years old. I can't keep right. up with this teenage shit.
2: It was like, he's the parent now trying to explain to you. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah getting frustrated with me because I keep asking questions. Yeah. You uh you ought to start up, John, with uh like five terms that the kids explain to you.
2: You know what? I think I'll do that. I will.
0: Yeah, like kind right. of an urban dictionary type thing.
2: Right. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'll do that. I'll be like, okay, before we start, I need I need definitions on these five terms. <laughs>
0: that's great. That's good stuff, man.
2: Yeah. So no, it's been good. You know, the podcast is still in its infancy stage. I think uh, it'll be like episode 11 or 12 or something like that. So, but it's been good. It's had a good response. You know, the, anybody who's come on has had a good, you know, they enjoy the being able to just come on and just kind of talk about the things that they want. And, you know, the biggest thing is, is, you know, you'll never, my, my biggest thing on the podcast is you'll never hear the, the phrase you're wrong. You may hear like, I don't, I don't see it that way, or I may not necessarily agree, but you know, it's your opinion. It's how you see things. And as long as it's not like, you know, something just absolutely horrible, then you know what? Come on, let's talk about it. And if somebody else listens to it and glean something from it, then that's all we want. So
3: no maps are welcome, right? Exactly. <laughs> that's what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I, exactly. hear you. I
0: hear you. Oh, man. Well, John, thank you, my friend. Appreciate yeah, this has been it. fun. Always a pleasure.
2: Yeah, I appreciate it so this has been good thank you
0: definitely so what's going on in your neck of the woods right
3: same old stuff man as always just uh another fun uh you know monday night thing this was cool just to do on uh, a labor day labor day is the holiday today right
0: yeah yeah we get a, all day with Memorial. Get a month
2: all day okay. even.
3: sure sure yeah I don't know. I, most people just still work today, so it's kind of a pointless holiday, in my opinion. I, what is the point of it? Even I'm not sure. But at the end of the day, uh, thanks to anyone that did work, I guess. I don't know
0: what. It's, what do it's we say? Kind of like the unofficial end of summer, in most, uh, at least up here. Right, right. Corporate it's just a, was
2: speaking. It's a teacher holiday, is all it is.
0: Yeah, right. And We're a bank holiday. Student holiday. It's so yeah. they can ease in back into school. I know they did that by us. They gave them. They went for three days. Had I fr- had a four day week. Uh, four-day weekend and then they'll have a four-day week of school next week and then they'll finally in the third week get up to five days right yeah Yeah, it's the end of the 100
3: days of summer here in tucson we've got 265 days of summer you know what i mean so we'll we'll we we got another 50 days or so left but uh yeah man just a a, another a fun one dude um i i appreciate the the baseball debate you know I, i think that that's a fun conversation to have like you know, people got to fucking, you know, talk about things. And, uh, you know, it's nice that you guys are passionate about baseball and you don't uh, get all butt hurt about me not being a big fan of baseball. I'll bet on it all day. You
2: know what I mean? But I, I'm not a I'm not you're, a fan of baseball. But... You're more than welcome to be wrong, Ryan. Anytime. Hey, that's fine. You know what I mean?
3: <laughs> uh, you know, softball, softball and <laughs> baseball. Same same shit. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, dude, it's, uh, it's fun to have those kind of conversations and you guys, you know, are, are good sports about it, dude. So I, I think that that's kind of cool. I, that's what Brandon used to do with me was like, you know, I had something that I'm passionate about and he'd push back and then I'd be like, no, dude, like, this is how I feel. And, um, you know, it's important that you guys don't get all butt hurt. So that's cool. You know, I I, uh, you know, respect that. So other than that, dude, that's it for me. But what about you,
0: Matt? What do you got going on? I had a busy weekend. I recorded a couple shows just to get ahead. And uh, so I got this week and next week covered, which is good. Like like I said, we did the fatherhood conversation that'll come out this week. And then I did a a COVID clip show of all the disinformation and misinformation that the officials gave to us along the way. So, and just let people realize how crazy it was and how it slowly rolled into where we got to today and Hopefully people push back next time because it was pure insanity and none of it made sense. And it was just all double speak and lies and manipulation. And man, I hope so. Cause it's coming again. It really, I mean, I mean, I think I, I don't know. I think they're going to try, but I think it's going to fail miserably. I really oh, man, don't. I hope so I don't I was
2: telling my wife the other night. I don't think it's, I really don't think it's going to happen. I think if they're, if they're announcing it, I think it's just a distraction technique to keep us from looking at something else. Yeah, and well, then, and, and lion's then Gate, or whoever will come in and be like, "Oh, look, we stopped it. We didn't do it, so you should vote for us."
0: Yeah, it's like Lionsgate. I mean, they 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 put in a mask policy first of all. All the actors are on strike, so who the fuck is is even working for Lionsgate right now? Right. But then I saw over the weekend that they rescinded it and they took away that policy, so there's no mask mandate anymore. Like. It's, it's all just nonsense. You know, when it, when it boils down to it, it's, it, there's no science behind it. And and there's all these peer reviewed studies now that show the real side of things. And, and that was yeah. the big argument before was that there were studies out there, but they weren't peer reviewed. Well, now they're peer reviewed. This and will now- be different this yeah. will be different and
3: hey guys it's a great time to have a conspiratorially themed podcast oh the in next 15 sure. months you Ooh. guys will have endless content don't you Dude, worry this
0: is this is going to be the gravy train of it's podcasting. a circus yeah, yeah. it's going to be a blast so just uh buckle up and we'll all have a good well, time and and we're still balls deep in ukraine you know that's always sure. a, a story to go after you know because what the fuck are we doing there and you got the, the madness in maui and it's it's all over. I mean, I don't think you've heard the end of that story either. That's ramping up. And
3: yeah, I think there will be a massive disaster in another American city here before the election, too. Uh, yes. that's my hot take. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, it's amazing. So uh, awesome, guys. Again, thank you all. I appreciate it. And uh, everybody stay strong.